Welcome to Success Stories brought to you by SNS Activewear. I'm your host, Marshall Atkinson, and this is the podcast that focuses on what's working so you can have success too. On today's Success Stories podcast, we're going to focus on what it's like to build out a family business that actually works. Heather Streibrel is the leader of a woman-owned apparel decorating company, Replica Screen Printing, that she runs with her family in Cave City, Kentucky. Their dedication to perfection, friendly customer service, and a reputation for doing high-end detailed work have garnered Replica Screen Printing a loyal following. We'll learn how Heather and her family have come together to make this shop a powerful presence in their community. So Heather, welcome to the Success Stories podcast. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so uh, tell us real quick about your shop, how long you've been in business, and kind of just the general nuts and bolts of how it works. Okay, well, Replica actually has been in business since 2005. I came aboard and started running the shop in, I think it was around 2009. My previous history was Lithoflexo printing in the paper and plastics industry. And I ended up in a screen printing shop. So I worked for Kate for a couple of years and then I had the option to buy Replica out in 2014 with my mom, Melissa. And who do you guys focus on serving? What's your main type of customer? A lot of our base customers are your typical customers, schools, businesses, factories and stuff. But something that makes us a little bit different is I'm really into lifting. And so we do a lot of work for strongman competitions, gyms. And then I'm also into hunting. So we do a lot of shirts and designs and stuff for duck call makers and in the hunting industry. Okay. And so those are kind of like hobbies that have turned into a niche that you support. That's really cool. I always say, you know, your little niche should be where you enjoy and what you enjoy. And if you're good at it, then that makes your products going to be that much better. Well, plus, you know, the people in it, you know, the secret language or the funny little joke. And those were always make the best shirts, I think. For sure. For sure. Right. So we mentioned in the opener that you guys are a family business. And I think sometimes the family dynamic, you know, gets a little weird. I've worked for people that have a family business and everything. So what's the secret for getting along and keeping work at work and family time separate? So how are you guys setting boundaries for what you guys do there at Replica? Well, I would like to say that that's always the case, but it's not always Actually, in our shop, I co-own the business with my mother, Melissa, but then we have my brother-in-law works for us. And my dad has just recently retired from working with us. So, you know, there's a lot of times I find that no one cares about the business as much as your family, but, you know, working together day in and day out has its trials and tribulations for sure. So how do you manage that? Because I don't think I could work with my family. (laughs) So how do you guys, because there's challenges where people are supposed to do something and, you know, if it's an employee, you could write them up or, you know, where things got really weird, you can fire them, right? But it's really hard to do that if that's your, you know, 
your your relative, right? So how yeah. do you guys kind of manage that? Well, I think the way our business is set up, we have our specialties. So my specialty is I'm over the graphics. I'm over the production area part. Um, I know that well. I I have a good grasp on that. I do not have a good grasp on accounting and accounts payable. So we have our offices actually set up separated. So my mom has her side of the business where she has all of her accounting stuff and she stays in her area and I stay in my area. And, you know, there's some things that we do that kind of overlap each other, but for the most part, we set boundaries as, you know, this is my part of the business. That's your part of the business. And, you know, we do make our big decisions together, buying equipment, raises and stuff like that. But we kind of just have really separated the businesses into our key points of what we're good at. Okay. So, and what about, you know, your dad worked for you or your, your brother-in-law that still does, right? How are you managing that type of stuff, you know, just to get things done and at the end of the day, you know, at nine o'clock at night, we're not talking about the order that has to go, right? We're, we're leaving it at the office. We try to do that quite a bit. I'll tell a story that me and my dad, worked together many years before my mom came on board full time. And we have so much of the same personality. So we had butted heads a lot. And in our old shop, we had this huge red door. And I remember one day he came in and we got into it and was one of those mother, uh, father, daughter, you know, arguments. And he was like, I'm still your father. And I looked at him. I'm like, really not to four o'clock. You're not. And that's how we've had to kind of separate that, you know, we are family, but at the time you're at work, you know, you're my employee, I'm your boss, you're my partner, not my mother. And we just have to separate and kind of set those areas up to where you kind of have to think of it that way. And then when you go home, you know, then the family time starts. And like I said, it doesn't always work, but we try to make it work. Right. And have you had to like sometimes just take a chill pill about something and just, you know, uh, I know this is really important, but let's just wait until Monday to talk about that and just like cool things down because of, you know, this is a stressful industry sometimes. And I think getting everything kind of compartmentalized sometimes is the right way to work it, especially in a family business. Yeah. I mean, I think we especially like me and mom now, and even Tony, I mean, we all know that, you know, there's a certain time that we have to stop and just like have a discussion and clear the air. And, you know, I'm more of a direct person. I have a tendency not to ask people to do things. I have a tendency to tell people to do them because I'm always on the go and I want immediate reaction. And my mom is more of like the sugar coating kind of sweet person, but she's been a manager. And, you know, I say, that I let her deal with a lot of mediation between the group because she's better at it than I am. And I know that, but we just kind of, like I said, we play to our strengths. So I know that if there's an issue between Tony and I, a lot of times it's better to let mom mediate between the two of us. Right. Okay. And that really helps kind of uh, smooth the waters a little bit. Would you think if you weren't all related, you guys would operate differently? Honestly, I don't think so because Tony's been with us, I don't know, probably about the last four or five years, but we've had other people work here. We have a lady that works for us full time. And sometimes I actually think it's I'm harder 
I think you're harder on family than you are some of your other employees because it's hard to bring it into family versus business. And so, you know, you know what's going on in their home life. And when that comes into play at work, it's like you have to kind of step back and take a look at it and calm everything down. Like what you hear so far? Be sure to subscribe so you can get the latest from Success Stories. And now here's Zach shortly with her SNS Spotlight. From creating products using recycled ocean plastic to finding ways of making apparel using wood pulp, Adidas has been a global leader in sustainability for years. That's why we love being their exclusive supplier to the wholesale market and why we are excited about our expanded line for 2022. Now, your sustainably conscious clients can get a hold of hooded sweatshirts, matching joggers, windbreaker jackets, and pullovers, all made using 100% recycled polyester. So the next time they're in need of a sporty premium look, give your clients something branded with the three-stripe logo they all know and love, only at ssactivewear.com. Thanks for listening. So let's say there's a problem or a challenge. You know, we have those, right? Like that you have to overcome that. Do you think it's easier to have a family member help you through that than just like an employee? Yes, because like I said before, nobody cares about your business as much as family. So I know that no matter what me and mom might agree or disagree on, I know at the end of the day, we're going to make sure that what we decide for the business is going to be the best choice. It's hard a lot of times to get employees to stay till midnight to finish an order. But I know that, you know, I can call my dad and get him off the couch and he can come in here and he'll help me screen print to the wee hours of the night, or I need something on a Saturday. I know that I can call Tony and he would come in. He might fuss a little, but you know, he would be yeah. here. And so I think in that aspect, you know, you know, you can count on your family a lot of times more than you can your regular employees, but we've gotten really lucky. The, the two employees that are not family are basically like family to us because we've just got some really good folks that works for us. And have they worked for you for a while? Christina, she has been here probably about two years and she was just immediate. I, we went through some real winners like most people have that didn't care about the business, but Christina, she does. I mean, she reminds me of like a, a mini me because she is into everything. She There's nothing in the shop that she can't do. and she's very great to have. And then our other employee, actually, he's a good friend of mine that he just said, you know, I want to help you out. And I'm, I'm free. And he's just been, he's been great to work with. He's got a lot of knowledge and sales and how things run. So just kind of fit. And so from your perspective as one of the co-owners, right? Do you, just from a family perspective, looking at what you're doing and how you, like how you structure the business with sales or pay or hours that are worked or that type of stuff, what are your, some of your tips for somebody who's listening right now, thinking about, you know, we work, I work with my husband or my wife or my mother or my father or whatever. How would you, maybe they're struggling a little bit. Can you give them some tips about maybe how you guys do things so they can have a takeaway on maybe running their business better? Well, like I said, uh, to me, it works better when you have plain focused areas of what you do. 
that way you're not competing against each other. I know that me and mom both order, do orders for shirts and we both, uh, you know, help customers. But I think having specific goals of what you can accomplish throughout the day, mom knows that she's got accounting and she's got to do the taxes and she leaves me to doing the graphics. And I think that helps just to have specific roles that, you know, you, you focus on. Okay. So really just delineating areas that each person works on and then they're in charge of that really helps. Yes, for sure. All right. So how do you guys handle criticism there? So look, maybe uh, your mom doesn't do like her job as well as you think you should, or maybe she thinks that about you. How do you guys broach that without like, you know, causing a big drama fest? (laughs) We've gotten the eye roll down really good. So, you know, we might not say what we're thinking, but we do give each other the looks, but Really, it's just kind of we just sit down and say, you know, this is this area. We need to decide how we're going to move forward. If it's, you know, if if there's something that I need to kind of take over right now, the whole thing with pricing, prices are changing constantly. And so that's something that I, you know, I do a lot more of just because it's constantly flowing. And, you know, we just kind of talk about it and say, if, if I need to take on something or if I've got something that I need her to take on, we just communication is really key with our roles or without. Right. And are you just thinking about the future for the company? Right. So, you know, think about like the next few years for you guys. Right. How are you getting family members behind your goals, you know, setting goals and working toward completion of that uh, of that kind of work? Like, how do you guys do that there? Well, I mean, I think over over the years we've grown and I think we've had to learn that, you know, you want to be competitive and you want to have good product and good pricing, but you also have to choose what's best for your company. And I know with us, like a lot of our screen printers in our area are what I call ink slappers. They're just slapping ink on a shirt. It doesn't care what it looks like, how thick it is. And so I think, you know, going forward, we just always want to make sure our quality is really well and we have customer service and eventually my mom will end up, you know, stepping back more and more. And we're either going to have to hire somebody outside the family to kind of take on some of those roles or I'll have to take on more of those roles. Yeah. I was going to say, so that's interesting in that there could be an exit strategy for your mom, Melissa. Right. And are you guys talking about that now? Slowly, yes. We're we're trying to set stuff up to where, you know, I'm eventually going to have to learn more of her office stuff just to, you know, help out if she's not here. But you know, this this is a couple of years down the road. But we, I would love for her to be off more, um, and have some more free time throughout the week, and where she's not stuck here, you know five days a week, but that is something that will slowly start to change. Right. And do your customers like that? You guys are a family business and do they see that as kind of, you know, a benefit? I think so. I think that they know that with us being a small woman owned business, I say, you know, I want to make sure that Replica 
and my mom does too, that, you know, we have really good customer service and we're really talking and we're really community involved. And I think when you're a family owned business, I mean, that is something that most of the time that you care a little bit more and mm-hmm. it, it really shows through your customers and how they feel. Okay. And, and do you network with any other family owned businesses in your area and like compare how they do things or like pick up ideas from them about, you know, just the dynamic of making the business work? Yeah, we actually, one thing that's really kind of cool about our little town. And if you follow me at all, you've seen that we were really trying to grow our small town, but most of the businesses in town are family owned woman owned businesses. So we're always kind of networking and kind of hitting ideas off of each other. And it's also good for moral support, you know, because there's an ice cream coffee shop that has almost the exact same dynamic as my mom and I. You know, I can talk to the the daughter about how it is being a daughter working with your mother and it works. It works really well. And we've kind of started trying to deal a lot with a lot of the businesses in our area are all family owned small businesses. So we've kind of come and started a a group kind of to, we meet twice a month to kind of talk about and hit ideas and how we can make our businesses grow together and help Mm -hmm. each other out. You know, since you kind of brought it up a little bit. So let's talk about having a woman owned business, right? So just women in business in general, that doesn't happen much. And in, in this industry, it's even rarer right? So how do you guys think about that and get strength from that and kind of help other women in the industry? Because there's certainly like many more, it seems like they're that are really doing great in the industry. What are you doing about that? Well, like I said, we, I'm all about supporting women. Um, I think a lot of times in the past, women kind of brought each other down. And it's like, you know, that's not what we need to do. Women need to, to respect each other and build each other up and, you know, try to use each other's business because, you know, it's, it's a tribe. And I think, you know, the more we can work together and the women in business can be a, a very powerful group. And luckily, you know, I've heard some horror stories in women and some other of the screen printing groups and stuff talk about how they've been treated in the industry. And luckily I've never had that issue, but I want to make sure that if there's anybody that I can help along the way, you know, I'm, I'm there to help them and give them, you know, ideas or, or, you know, how I've, we've kind of worked through some issues and stuff, because luckily I had a great group of guys, how I met you and Alan and everybody um, kind of helped build us up. And I just want to do that for other women too. Okay, that's great. So uh, just kind of winding up here a little bit. So if there was, uh, you know, your top three things that you would think about that really makes your business as a family business and, you know, as a business in general work, right? What would you kind of like list that so, so other people could emulate what works for you? I think you have to have open communication and patience. Um, like I said, dealing with family, a lot of times emotions can get high, but you just have to know when to step back and have a conversation or step away and come back to the conversation. And then for it's like business for a family is just having really good customer service and 
and kind of working, making sure that everybody's playing to their strength in the business. Mm-hmm. Do you guys invest time for learning and training and trying new things so you can grow? Yes. COVID has kind of dampered that. So, I mean, I enjoy all of the the classes and, and whatnot. We used to do a lot of training in different places and I miss sitting down talking shop with all of the screen printers. The online virtual stuff is nice, but I've really missed interaction with all of my fellow screen printers and you just never know what's going to happen with the events and stuff. So I'll really be glad when we can get back to that. Okay. Well, great. So how do you think your powerlifting and what you do as a sport has helped you as a business owner? Does any of that's kind of like support each other a little bit? Yeah. Honestly, I think that's really kind of what set me up to be able to pursue more people at through business because before I started lifting and I was kind of a very timid person there would no be no way I would have gotten on a podcast or I had a real issue you know dealing with people I was just timid and so I think the the whole power lifting strongman competitions stuff has really helped my inner tiger I guess you could say I'm just I'm just ready I mean very eager to to get out there and and meet new people and, and try new things yeah. So do you think like that sport, which is all really about proving yourself, right? You, you always want to beat your last record. Has that helped you in business? You know, just, you know, for sales, you want to beat our this week's record or, you know, that kind of stuff. You could really see it's the same sometimes. Yeah. No, you know, I, I tell everybody that our goal at Replica was to be one of the high-end woman screen printers in the industry. And, you know, I think we have done that and we'll continue doing that. And I'm always, you know, trying to learn new things and, and grow with our techniques here. And, you know, whether, like you said, sales and, and pushing ourselves to, to just grow and be better printers. Right. Are you like experimenting all the time with just goofing around with stuff just to see what will happen? Yeah, we do a lot of oddball R&D stuff. Some of it works, some of it doesn't. And that's what I hope while we're a little bit slower now that, you know, to spend some time doing some different things. Awesome. Well, cool. Well, hey, thank you so much for sharing your story of success with us today, Heather. So if someone wants to learn more about what you do or how you could help them, what's the best way to contact you? They're free to send an email at replica at replicasprintprinting.com. Reach out to me on Facebook, Instagram. They can call me anytime at the shop. I'm really readily available for anybody. Thank you so much for your time today, Heather. Really appreciate you helping us out on the podcast. Thanks. Thank you. Well, that's our show today. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to subscribe so you can stay up to date on the latest Success Stories episodes. Have any suggestions for future guests or topics? Send them my way at Marshall and MarshallAtkinson.com and we'll see you next time.